fighting to combat tyranny one state at a time starting with wisconsin this is the badger state resistance podcast brought to you by liberty and freedom hello folks and welcome back to badger state resistance my name is dan and i'll be your host today justin will be back tomorrow in my place um, i have a trip to go on and he has a special guest and a show that uh i can guarantee for those folks that uh resisted the jab um you know were forced to be jabbed and so on will uh want to tune in with his special guest folks uh, election day yesterday some are happy some are not so happy today you know um let's go to the supreme court so we are going to have an election between a liberal and a conservative and you know i'm, I'm looking at the numbers and it does let's just say that the liberals are i think a lot more motivated than conservatives let's hope that changes you know but uh you know this uh janet protawa west whisk i don't even know how to say her name sorry um she got 46.4 percent of the vote you know and if you take uh and then congratulations to dan kelly you know but he only got 24.2 percent and even if you add in dan kelly and jennifer darrow darrow doro um together they don't come up with that 46 percent 46.4 percent that this janet lady got so you know even if there you want to say that there's infighting amongst conservatives you know i mean yeah it was pretty close 21.8 to 24.2 percent in favor of dan kelly when you add up those numbers, they don't even come up to that 46.4% that Janet got, all right? And then, of course, this Everett Mitchell, he took in 7.5%. So that puts the liberal vote um, over 50%. And folks, you know, infighting or whatever you want to call it, the fact is, Conservatives did not turn out to vote when it came to voting for conservative uh, Supreme Court justices. So it's a sad day. It really is. Now, we need to uh, decide whether or not we really want our Supreme Court to uh go the Biden way, essentially, you know. Um, it's funny, I, I do run across people that are just oblivious to what Biden has done in his time in office. I, I, it just blows me away, blows me away. But uh, hey, you know what? It's all about abortion. Abortion! I need a right to kill a baby is really what it comes down to with liberals. That's all they want. They want. And they will twist and 
do all kinds of stuff, all right, to just make it about their, their one-issue uh, voters, okay? And it's a sad thing because when you really think about it, I mean, well, you know what? I, I'll end up insulting people to the point where, you know, it's just, you know, whatever. So anyways, Dan Kelly, congratulations. I uh, hope that conservatives will come out and support you um, in the general. You know, let's go to uh, State Senate District 8. And, um, you know, you had uh, Dan Noodle. Noodle, Nold, whatever. He took it. Janelle Branchant, she didn't make it. Didn't make it uh, through. So, uh, you know, there's Dan. And, uh, you know, you kind of have to think, you know. I mean, we already know that Wisconsin doesn't care about election integrity. We don't. You might, some of you, but we don't. All right. But Janelle Branchin was a lot more than just that. We, I, you know, I had her on the show some time back. There's a lot more to her than election integrity. But apparently Wisconsin, you know, or at least uh, District 8, you know, she only got 27.9% of the vote. And his Dan Noodle, which is a, a Voss guy, is uh, got his 56.8%. So... Anyways, I don't know if I should congratulate Voss or Devin LeMayhew, another Voss wannabe, you know. But, hey, there you go. Enjoy District 8. You know, it's, it's sad, you know, because, you know, I mean, the good news, Dan Kelly moved forward. But if we don't get the vote out... You know, we're going to have a liberal Supreme Court here in Wisconsin. You know, we love Voss Picks, apparently, in Wisconsin. He's the most hated man <laughs> in politics in Wisconsin. And yet, his, 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 his boys and girls, you know, they win. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know, let's go to uh, Green Bay Mayor's race. Now, here's a good news. Okay, Chad and uh, Eric went at it. And, uh, you know, Chad, uh, was it Weinenberg, Weininger, you know, he took 47.3% of the vote. And this Eric Gingrich, who's worthless, still was able to pull in 46.7% of the vote. Okay, so really less than 1% difference between the two of them. So they will go on to the general. And I hope Chad, you know, takes it. I really do. I really do. Because Green Bay deserves better than this Eric Gingrich. All right. 
I mean, crime has been soaring in, in Green Bay. I mean, it has. And, uh, you know, so we need to change in Green Bay. Madison. Well, this uh, was Satya Rhodes Conway, you know, and uh, Gloria Reyes. And here we go again. I mean, this Satya, uh, she's in for re-election, um, is doing good. But then Madison is a liberal hotbed, you know. And, and the sad thing is, is our politicians in Madison, that that's their bubble, you know. That's their bubble. So they get, they get contaminated by these uh, liberals. You know, so I hope Gloria Reyes can can pull it through, you know. But she's got a lot of, lot of uh, work to do, you know. But I hope she does. Then you have uh, Racine Mayors, Mayor Corey Mason, and then uh, Henry Perez that uh, will be going up against each other. And uh, here we go again, you know, this Racine Mayor... Just not a not a good guy. And yet people go out and vote for him. Go figure. You know? Henry Perez, he's a great guy, I think. I haven't met him, but just a little I've read. You know, I'm thinking, okay, yeah, I can go over that guy. I really could. You know, I mean I saw a picture of him and he was, you know, open carry. I like that. You know, I like it. Guy's a pastor. This is good stuff, you know, but no. You know, and it goes back to, you know, our Supreme Court and, uh, you know, and all these liberals. I mean, have we gone liberal in Wisconsin? You know, I mean, we have pockets I mean, I have no idea how is it that we maintain majorities in the Assembly and in the State Senate. I don't know how in the heck we do it, you know, as far as Republican. I don't understand it because, and, and of course, these are hotbeds, you know, these cities, the urban centers, you know, for liberals. But the point is, is, I, I, I just don't get it, okay? I've met enough liberals. I get enough emails from liberals, and, and they're all nuts. They really are. I mean, they're flat-out nuts. But the problem is, is then I listen to some of the people on the right, all right, in the assembly, and they pretty much, you know, they're not fully committed, I should say. And, and that's a sad thing. That's a sad thing. The state of politics in Wisconsin, you know, you know, we are a purple state. We really are. And mostly because of these uh, urban centers, you know. But uh, we are a purple state. And, uh, and, and, you know, and all I can figure is that uh, every time a Democrat wins in one of these urban settings... People just like living 
you know, with crime, you know, drug abuse, and, uh, <laughs> you know, and then just, uh, hey, sex, 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 have, uh, get pregnant, get pregnant, get pregnant, no big deal attitude. All right. And, you know, for those guys and girls out there, well, you know, sex is good. Well, you know what? It's a thing called protection. You know yourself. You know that when you're going to go out, you know, some of you, that something might happen with somebody you know or don't know. And yet, you still don't protect yourself. You figure, ah, abortion's easy. No. Killing a baby is no problem. All right. That drives me up the wall. But that's the state we live in, folks. You know, liberals will control you unless you go and uh, vote and motivate those around you. You know, there's the establishment says, stop the infighting. Our way or no way, you know. And then you have the non-establishment folks saying, hey, folks, open your eyes. There are other options. And the establishment says, no, 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 no. Stop the infighting. It's our way or no way. You know, or you're just a bad person because you're infighting. And you're saying, no, I'm just trying to open your eyes to something different. But people don't like different because if you go different you might learn something about you know state constitution a u.s constitution something about you know the rule of law you know fair elections you know government's not forcing people to get jabbed <laughs> you know just you know open your eyes open your eyes you know, for all you jab folks out there that are just happy and a clam and you're just waiting for, you know, you already got your four or five shots. You've gotten your, you know, eye drops and you're just praying for the suppositories for, you know, the COVID thing. Saying, well, I just don't get it. Well, you know, if you're listening, those who are still alive that never got vaccinated should be dead. That's what you were told. So you've got to ask yourself, you know, did you get vaxxed for no reason? And then, of course, they don't want to talk about the vaccine injuries. You know, the vaccine deaths. Yeah. Oh, no, you're not vaccinated until 14 days after you get vaccinated. It's like, really? So, you, you know, we're going to operate on you, but, you know, we're going to cut you up. We're going to do something inside you and we're going to close you up. But it doesn't take effect. It, it, you, you count as a non-operated person until 14 days later. <laughs> you know, we, we like to be told what to do by our liberal government leaders. Or establishment, government, I don't want to call them leaders, you know. And I'd like to say, you know, they're our elected officials. 
but you know, for those of you that listened long enough, I feel that there's an issue with our elections. I really do. I'm just that kind of guy, you know. I just am. And then I'm a huge fan of, you know, telling people they shouldn't be a career politician. Yeah. And I don't care in what capacity. I don't care if you say, well, but I'm moving up the ladder. If it takes you 40, almost 50 years, like Biden, all right, you know, what's he done in private sector? <laughs> Take money from China and Russia, you know? So, you know what, folks? I'm happy and unhappy. I'm, I'm a happy Dan Kelly move forward. I, I really am. And I hope that the people will rally and say, you know what? Enough is enough, Wisconsin. Enough is enough. I, I mean, I can tell you right now, if you're a fan of Robin Voss, you're, you're probably going to vote for Janet. You're going to go liberal. Simple as that. All right. Because you, you know, that's just my feeling. You're the one that says, hey, you know, drop boxes are okay. You know, I'm not a big fan of mail-in ballots at all. Unless, of course, I mean, you really can't get up off your ass. <laughs> you know, and I'm a big fan of, you know, stand in line. Stand in line. I mean, you'll stand in line for sports tickets. You'll stand in line forever to get a beer at the game, you know. But you got a problem standing in line to vote? Oh, God. Because it's not important for some folks. You know, elections should reflect us. I mean, it should. And, you know, I guess it does. I guess it does. Because as I look across the country, it just seems like little by little, we're going more left, more left, more left, more left, you know. And those of us are saying, hey, slow it down, you know, are just fewer and fewer every day. Then you have those establishment folks on the right that say, we need to compromise. We need to compromise. I hate hearing them say, we have a bipartisan. That means you gave in to the left. Okay? You know? The vote was bipartisan. Well, the left won't vote on anything you have unless, unless you gave them something. I mean, it's just the way it is. They'll take 10% today and then 10% tomorrow and 10% until there's no 10% to give. And they'll keep saying, you know, bipartisan. You know, I mean, that's why when you see, you know, in the Congress where every single leftist will not vote on issues that the Republicans put up, you know, I mean, they don't have people crossing the aisle. All right. 
But then leftists or folks on the right, well, you know, I'm going to cross the aisle and talk to these folks. What's there to talk about? I just listened to some thing on uh, the Women's League of Voters or something of of uh, Appleton. And they had uh, Andre Jock, uh, uh, Cabrera, whatever. She's new in the Senate. Um, Tussler. And then, of course, Snodgrass. And I started thinking about this. And I've gone back to several, several little events. And I'm telling you, if Snodgrass is there, Tussler is right there. I mean, they are the best of buddies. And if you don't know who the Snodgrass is, she's a Democrat. She's a leftist. If you don't know who Ron Tussler is, He's supposedly a Republican, but he just loves to join into events that Lee Snodgrass is in. I don't get it. I don't get it. I've had, I, I told him one time, don't do it, man. It's a leftist deal. Eh, he blew me off, told me I was in, I don't know what. Can't remember now. I have to go back on social media. All right. At the end of the day, I told him, you guys need to just get a room. You really do. The two of them. It's, it's, I don't get it. I don't get it. But, hey, you know, Ron Tuster has a thing for Lee Snodgrass. He can't help but go to, you know, Lee calls him up and says, hey, Ronnie. I've got this event, or I was invited to this event. Will you join in? All right. Unbelievable. You know what, folks? For me, it was a downer because I would have liked to see uh, Janelle Branchon move forward. You know, I, I, I really would have, you know, but didn't happen. You know, um, I would have liked to see you know, races to be as close, you know, between the leftists and, uh, you know, somebody on the right, like it happened in Green Bay, you know. I mean, close because at least we, we uh, the, the right was moved ahead of the left there, but that's pretty much the only race that I can really see where a person that has an R or has true Republican thoughts in his brain, you know, or her brain, um, actually uh, doing well. That was the only race, the one in Green Bay. Everything else was, uh, you know, I I almost want to say landslides in favor of leftists um, to move forward in Wisconsin, you know. And, uh, hey, you know, when you go back for the last uh, couple of years and you say, God, things really sucked. Let's continue what left us. You know, because it sucked, but it just didn't suck enough. I want it to suck more so then I can say, oh, that's what it really means to really suck. (laughs) 
uh, you know what? You know, I throw my arms up and I just say, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Because I know so many people in Wisconsin are just throwing their, you know, they're saying, what the hell's going on? You know, I, I, you know, but it's, that's just the way I see it. You know, I see that uh, left, uh, Wisconsin is moving to the left. And I am surprised that we have uh, continued to maintain majorities in the Assembly and the Senate in our state. I really, I, I am surprised. I really am. You know, and then to keep some of those folks on the right, Republicans, in office when they don't deserve to be in office. You know, I, but, but that's just me. That's just me. Well, folks, there's your bummer podcast, you know, on election, day after election in uh, Wisconsin. So enjoy, and I'll talk to you hopefully with some more upbeat and, and, and interesting stuff next week. Take care.